Hi, everyone. I'm Jamie Hiles. I'm Lydia Judy. I'm Derek Lemaster. Oh, look how fast he did it. And this is Scream Bloody Movies, <laughs> the podcast where Derek speeds up so he doesn't get made fun of. <laughs> now you're going to say it sounded too robotic, but hey, you can't. Uh, hey, fingers I don't can't think it sounded robotic. It just sounded like we hit fast forward on you. I'm Derek Lemaster. <laughs> it is kind of like the that's what happened. <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought you. I thought it, it. sounded it Thank sounded you, very Lydia. natural. Very it didn't nice sound forced at all. I wasn't. Oh. I wasn't expecting you to come in so quick, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, you came in hot. <laughs> you kind of took a little pause, you know, feeling the rhythm, and then Derek's like, "They're not making fun of me this week, buddy." <laughs> Until later in the podcast when he says something. <laughs> yeah, can you believe that this movie was in black and white? <laughs> No, no, I can't. I will never live that down. No, I mean, I can't. both personally and uh, between our group, but it'll. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> doing, doing good. Awesome. Good, good. Yeah. Me too. I, I guess. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, hope you're eating some turkey, spending time with family, uh, watching football. Um, what else happens on Thanksgiving? Santa Claus? Uh, Wait, that's a different holiday. My bad. <laughs> you, uh, that's not yet. You go medieval and uh, shop and beat oh, people that's up. That's true. Black Friday. Yeah. Get ready for the Black Friday so you can buy uh, the Halloween 4Ks all together before anybody go. else. <laughs> See? Who gotta knows? Have goals. You gotta have goals. And, uh, you know, we'll get into the turkey eating festivities here shortly because the movie we picked this week is a Thanksgiving film actually and I know plenty of people were probably expecting us to do Thanksgiving but that might be even a little too much for us even us yeah (laughs) that's something we'll do on our own time (laughs) we won't discuss (laughs) it with people we yeah yeah even we have our limits here folks we don't talk about that yeah but don't think (laughs) that we haven't seen these movies because we have Mm. We're just not going to yes. talk about them on here. No, no, can't do it. We'll start can't another podcast. We'll call it uh, Toilet Movies. <laughs> toilet Movies. <laughs> movies to watch while pooping. Toilet Movies. <laughs> yeah. You can now with your phone, you know. You, you guys can. can. Yeah. You can. I sometimes think about that. Like, oh my gosh. I So I remember whenever I was in like, uh, I was probably 10. Uh-huh. And someone I knew got like one of those really tiny TVs that were I, I remember those in black and white and like yeah look, look like a giant brick. Mm-hmm. I remember those. Yeah, they were cool. It's they crazy. had like a little antenna. Yep, because you could only pick up uh, antenna signals. Yeah. Yep. Those were the coolest. No. Input. Also, also remember picking up TVs on uh, stations on my Game Gear, Sega Game Gear. Really, I didn't know. That yeah, the antenna was attachment. Thing. You could watch TV on it. It's terrible, but <laughs> now we have damn computers in our pockets. So you know, times have changed. Yeah, but not so much that there's still not a lot of slashers out there. So we'll get into tonight's movie here shortly. But first, let's get into the horror news. <laughs> Um, 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 
So guys, there's not a whole lot of news going on. Uh, the week we're recording this is the uh, 28th of October, so we're about a month ahead. So just pretend like the illusion still exists that this is actually Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> uh, I have a couple bits here, though, some that you're going to find very interesting. So do you remember... A while back, a couple episodes ago, we talked about uh, Ryan Gosling starring in The Wolfman. It might have actually been The Wolfman episode that we talked about this. Yeah. Well, originally it was going to be directed by Lee Whannell, of course, the co-writer of Saw and uh, the director of The Invisible Man. Well, he dropped out as director and is being replaced by Derek uh, Cyanfrance, who has worked with Ryan Gosling before on... Uh, Blue Valentine in a place behind the pines. Um, nice. So, what do you guys think of this? I was excited when Lee Winnell's directing it because he's great. So I'm kind of disappointed that he's dropped that he dropped out. But this other director has a good working relationship with uh, Ryan Gosling. So, what are you guys? What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean. I really I watched a uh, place behind the pines and that was really good. I liked the direction of that movie a lot. So I can I can hope that it's still going to be a decent movie <laughs> at least. Yeah. At least it's not like Rob Zombie picked it up or something. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> what are your Where thoughts? You're kind there? of nervous, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe maybe not. I uh I'll be honest with you. I don't know what to think. Um I mean, it's uh, it does happen where you get a uh, director who hasn't really um, done a horror movie or you know something kind of in that genre, and then they surprise you. So I'm I'm optimistic. I I hope that they do some good things with that. So we have a little bit of a synopsis here, guys. Um, Let's hear that. It said it's uh, believed to be set in present times and in the vein of the Jake Gyllenhaal thriller Nightcrawler with an obvious supernatural twist. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter says, Gosling would play an anchorman who gets infected. The script has been described as night uh, network versus uh, and combined with Nightcrawler. What are your thoughts on that concept? Does that make you a little more excited about it? You think that's interesting? Yeah, I think so. I think that sounds good. Yeah, it's not what I was expecting at all, so... I'm trying to take that in. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I liked Nightcrawler was pretty cool. Yeah, Nightcrawler was really good. Um, trying and, to imagine I mean, that as a werewolf movie. Yeah, I guess they're, you know, they're moving away from fuckboy Larry and they want to put their own spin on it. Uh, though, there's already been a movie with a werewolf Anchorman, which is Harrison Ford and Anchorman 2, which I'm dropping a clip right here. You guys remember that? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's a no, werewolf in it. He's a werewolf randomly. What? <laughs> he I'm just trying takes to think. off his glasses and he turns into a wolf and the big yeah, final what? battle. Yeah, it's at the end, like where there's yeah. the most random things. Uh I I don't the remember. The ghost of Stonewall but... Jackson's there. Remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> just stupid shit. 
They probably like put ideas in a hat and they pulled them out. Yep, we're going to do that one. That one sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, guys, we are getting a Final Destination 6. Just what are your thoughts on that? Just that bit of news. What are your thoughts on there being a new Final Destination? They're lying assholes. Because I think the la- the title of the last movie was The Final Destination. Well, of course, but, I mean, you know, Freddy's been dead, Jason's went to hell, uh, you know, and Halloween ends. But you know it's not going to end, guys. Do you know. think we one, need... The fifth one? Yes, the last one was the fifth one. Seems like there's just more than that. I know. There's Final Destination 2 and 3. Then there's... Uh, Final destination. Yeah, I think there is only five. Because there's the one, there's the original, there's the traffic accident one, there's the race mm-hmm. car one, mm-hmm. uh, there's the ride one. That was part three, I think. And then there was the the latest one, which was at like the end was at the movie theaters, right? Is that is that right? Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh. No, the end, I can't, I feel like I, I still can't spoil the end of that movie. It oh, wait, I remember what the end twist. of it is. Yes. You yes, know what I'm it, talking about? Retcons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it loops. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. It loops. Damn, that, that was so good. I saw that in theater. Yeah. I was mind blown. <laughs> so, so now are you're you telling guys... me I'm going to have to watch it is what you just It's not me. bad. Yes. So don't, we won't. Try to spoil, we spoil it than what we just said. <laughs> Are you guys up for a new Final Destination? Yeah. Always. Every time. As long as they keep the kills interesting, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, yeah. I, you know. I, I death in, never dies, right? Well, in one of them, <laughs> didn't they suck somebody's like butthole through a... Uh, through a drain in the pool. I'm like, that's they did. a little, little far fetched, but they did okay. suck somebody's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> they sucked oh, his like, organs out. Through his butthole. <laughs> his butthole suction. was still intact, yes. I guess. <laughs> I remember one that's, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Joey, this is another Joey story. He's going to be thrilled I'm telling this. But he didn't know what uh, <laughs> he didn't know what hemorrhoids were. Yeah, and he thought it was a disease where your butthole falls out. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Why are we talking about that? <laughs> well, that's what he said. He said, "You know that disease where your butthole falls out." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, man?" <laughs> I'm sure there is a uh, disease like that, but definitely not hemorrhoids. <laughs> So, guys, this is exciting. Um, So, Halloween Kills, we know, was the number one movie the week it was released. And then last week, it was the number two movie in America. It is also the number one non-live event premiere in the history of Peacock. Really? Yes. That's good for them. What we're saying is Halloween Kills is huge, you know? What are you guys' uh, has reportedly added a few, a few million more subs uh, just with, ho- with the release of Halloween Kills. So, 
That's great news for horror, right? Oh, yeah. That is good news. Well, and uh, especially with the transition, which, I mean, it's it's like a pendulum. It's I think it's starting to swing back, and mm-hmm. we'll the at theaters, least have yep. movie theaters for quite a while because mm-hmm. if nothing else, there's a nostalgic mm-hmm. uh, tie to it. But, yeah, that's good. That's uh, I'm glad to hear that they are making some money off that. Yeah, and, you know, Michael Myers is unstoppable, right? He was in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he was. Watch our Halloween Kills review. It's up now. All right, guys. This is exciting news. Here it is. So Mike Flanagan says he wants to make a Star Wars horror movie. What? What are your guys' what? thoughts on this? A star, like in, in that frame, like in, the, in that in, universe? Yes, he wants to make a horror movie set within the Star Wars universe. There's so many things you could choose from for that. That's a great yes, idea. I love it. I love it. He tweeted. This is like the best of both worlds for me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He tweeted and said, got woken up by the earthquake this morning. Sat there for a few minutes just thinking, I'd really love to make a horror movie in the Star Wars universe. That well, Lucasfilm owns... has got to let this happen, right? No, because uh, Disney owns it. So. Yeah. Disney and Lucasfilm, they've got to let it happen. I I agree with you, but uh I think I think it can happen. I think it will happen. I'm putting it out there in the world. How exciting would that be? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Like I'm I said, there's it. just so many things you could do with I mean it's, <laughs> it's Star Wars. Endless possibilities. Endless possibilities. Yeah. yeah. And we know Mike Flanagan only we know Mike Flanagan only just makes great stuff, right? I mean that's yeah. He only makes great horror content. That's all he does. So, hell yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm done with that. Yes, let's let's do it. Let's make it happen. So this little bit, guys, <laughs> the last little bit of horror news we're going to end on is a fun little tidbit that I found out the other day, and thought it was super funny and amazing. So, do you guys know? That Bob Odenkirk has a cameo in Halloween Kills. Bob Odenkirk. What? You'll have yeah. to uh, remind me. Bob Odenkirk is uh, Saul from uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. What? Yeah. You know, great comedy mind of uh, Mr. Show. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Think. You've seen this movie like 12 times. Did you <laughs> Not it? 12. It's been four. <laughs> <laughs> but I know where he is. And the scene in the bar when they are um when they're showing the events of that occurred on, you know, like they're talking about the murders that happened mm-hmm. um and the showing the newscast when we see Julian. Yeah. It shows clip, you know, it shows pictures of the cast from the original movie. Remember, like them dead? Well, when it shows Bob, that's actually a young Bob Odenkirk. The picture of Bob, who just happened to look just like the actor that plays Bob in in Halloween 78 because they couldn't get the rights to that guy. Interesting. Really? So they said, uh, we couldn't track down the actor or get the rights. Somehow we couldn't clear an image of Bob for a television news broadcast. And so I was frustrated by that because I wanted to acknowledge Bob's death. But we couldn't get footage of Bob. 
So I Googled Bob 1970s high school and a photo of Bob Odenkirk <laughs> popped up that looked just like Bob. <laughs> so wow. they contacted him and he gave him the, the he was like, yeah, go ahead. Use me as Bob. Yes. What a cool dude. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. That, that other guy great. now just uh, must feel like a jerk. Probably. Who knows whatever happened to Bob? Well, they just Here's couldn't little... find him. Like, yeah, he just sounds like. Oh, so obscurity. here's another little tidbit for that um, about uh, Bob. So in Halloween 1978, Bob was originally going to be played by Dennis Quaid. What? What? Yes, because he was dating PJ Souls at the time. Really? Mm-hmm. What? That would have been really cool. Yeah. But somehow it didn't work. Like he couldn't do it or scheduling conflicts or whatever. So they got the guy that plays Bob with his cool fucking hair and giant glasses. So it worked out well. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. yeah, right? Wow. Small world. So guys, that's all we have for the horror news. Like I said, it was a slow week in horror news. Um, watch the new episode of Chucky. It's out. Watch uh, Hill House, watch Haunting of Hill, uh, watch Blind Manor, watch uh, Black uh, Midnight Mass, watch all of it. It's all good. But guys, let's sit down and be thankful that we have tonight's movie, which is the Thanksgiving classic, 1987's Blood Rage. So... We're going to open like we do every week, talking about our experiences with Blood Rage mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> what we knew about Blood Rage prior. Let's start with you, Derek. What, how many times have you seen Blood Rage and what is your experience with it? Let's see. <laughs> if we count the other night when I watched it, that's a that's a first time. Yeah. First time watch. Did you Last ever know watch. this movie existed? Nope. <laughs> I did not know that this movie existed. <laughs> And uh, this was your pick, right? It was, yes. I'll get you back one day. Maybe you I already, already got us back. You got us back twice. We had to sit through popcorn <laughs> and Children of the Night. <laughs> you got us four times by making us have to watch Children of the Night. <laughs> yeah. All right, that, you have some points, but uh, no, this is the first time I've watched it. I didn't know this movie existed, so. So Lydia, what's your experience with Blood Rage? So, from what I can remember, a few years ago, we went on a family camping trip, right? Mm-hmm. And what year? I can't even remember which year it was. So, it, was it would be 2000, I think, two, either 2018 or 2019, because it wasn't 2020, because 2020 we went right camping, and it was terrible, and all that other, yes. you know. So, it was before then. And so, I think it was 2019. 2018 or 2019. Maybe it was 2018. Yes, it was 2018 because we had just released Hookman. Yes, yes. 2018. Yes. Like, Man, okay, so, so many ideas. Yes. <laughs> so, so we get there and we're like, let's have s'mores and set up the projector and watch a scary movie. So we watched Halloween and then we were like, okay, let's watch another movie and like, let's pick something that's like crazy. 
that we've never seen before, right? So we were like, oh, that sounds interesting. What's Blood Rage? <laughs> so we put that on. It was streaming and on Shudder. Yes, it was on. Yeah, we were streaming it through Shudder, just in the middle of the woods, you know, as as you do when you're camping. <laughs> and <laughs> and so we watched this instant classic, <laughs> Blood Rage, and I'll never forget it. No, that's uh, that's my experience with Blood Rage too. That exact story. <laughs> we were we were searching around, and I was like, "This movie sounds interesting." Blood Rage, never heard of it. And uh, needless to say, after that, we realized what is cranberry sauce and what is not cranberry sauce. <laughs> so it at least helped us dis- discern the difference between yes. cranberry sauce and not cranberry yes. sauce. <laughs> if we took anything away from this movie, it was. What and what is not cranberry sauce? That is correct. <laughs> so uh, let's let's get into it. So the movie opens with a uh, at a drive-through or drive-through. Yeah, they go to McDonald's. No, <laughs> the movie opens at at a drive-in, and it's, so it's the '60s because it says ten years later. The movie set. I mean, it's, sorry, it's the '70s. Because the movie's set in 87. So, or at least that's when it's released. So I'm assuming 86, 87 is when it, it takes place. And so it had to be 76, 77. And um, we open on this drive-in. And it's funny, on the marquee, did you guys notice what the movie playing was? It was called The House That Cried Murder. <laughs> I did catch that, yeah. <laughs> Which is a phenomenal is name for a... Uh, for a horror movie. Love I think it. we should get the rights to that and re- remake it. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, so the movie opens with this drive, drive in and it kicks into this cool theme. What do you guys think of this little theme song that kicks in? When the guy's going through and he's eating his popcorn and stuff. It was so 80s. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think it's bad. I think it's a pretty cool little yeah, like synth. Upbeat, yeah. Upbeat synth scene. I agree and with you. So, so the guy goes through, goes to the bathroom, and uh, runs into a condom salesman played by Ted Raimi. <laughs> Yes. Ted Raimi just in a bathroom selling condoms. Opens up his jacket. There's some condoms. He's like, which one do you want? That's a pretty hilarious character. So hilarious. What do you uh, think of this, Derek? I completely forgot that that happened. I remember the intro. I remember the intro, and uh, I, I remember the whole setup of the scene. But I definitely do not remember the condom salesman. Yeah, he's just wearing yeah. his trench coat. Do you do you remember it in black and white or in color? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lydia, so mean. He's like my favorite part was when the pentagram appeared on his hand. <laughs> You're still watching Wolfman, Derek. <laughs> You're the odd, one. 
So um, basically the setup is this mom is making out with this weird dude. They're like at the drive-in because we see we go through the cars and we see people making out. And, you know, that's what you did in the drive-in, of course. And then we get to this woman and she's like, you know, they start to make out. She's like, wait, no, uh, the kids. And we realize that there are two twins just in the back seat of this car. Yeah. And this guy's like, we'll no, see. I think we should do it anyway. <laughs> like They're asleep. It's fine. First of all, guy. Whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. You don't think they're going to wake up? What, what, right. What's your thought process be, with this? We know what his thought process was. Well, yeah, we definitely do. He's just trying to get some. But uh, she's, she turns him down at first, and then he's like, no, come on. So she's just like, okay. And they start, and as soon as, as soon as they start making out, the one brother wakes up, nudges his other twin. So it's Terry... And, and Todd. 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 So Terry wakes up, nudges Todd, and says, Hey, mom's at it again. Let's get out of here. So they open up the back of the station wagon and just get out. And the mom and creepy boyfriend don't even notice. Don't even know. So they just are there walking around the the drive-in like kids do, I guess. And he just walks up to this guy's truck that happens to have an axe in it. Yeah. So he grabs his hatchet. And he walks up to this couple, like, doing it. Like, I mean, she's got her boobs out, and she they're, they're, like, making out. And he's, like, standing there watching them. And the guy's like, hey, get out of here. Yeah, you. Beat it. And then he just, like, hacks him in the face. <laughs> There's no provocation. <laughs> There's no reasoning behind it. He just... Hits him in the head with the hatchet multiple times and uh, kills him. The The girl runs off butt naked. Uh, the mom's like, oh, I heard screaming. And she finally realizes her kids are missing. So they go out to see what the commotion is. And at this point, Terry hands Todd the axe, the hatchet that he just used to kill this guy, puts a handprint of blood on his face and says, Oh, look what he did. He did it. It was him. And everybody's just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Bes even though that's oh, not, none of the, the book. even though none of the forensics would match that whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, whatever. Well, I mean, at that point, uh, he did wipe the blood on him. So he would have the victim's blood and he handed him the axe. He would not have the splatter marks. Now, that is true. That is true. So, and I love also how the kid just like turns into a, a mute after this. Yeah, he just stands there. Yeah, for like the next ten years. Yeah, he doesn't do anything. Doesn't so say what anything. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of this opening as a whole? I got a lot of, got a lot of thoughts about this. Go ahead, Lydia. Okay. Go ahead, Lydia. Oh, no, I'm really. I've been like since I knew we were gonna do this movie. I've been waiting mm -hmm. to hear everything Derek has to say about this movie. <laughs> I'm right. really Derek, curious. Go ahead. So first off, does the uh, does the mom like make you think of? Miss Don't say that. We have to cut that bit out of the podcast. We can't name names. <laughs> well, here I'll I'll uh, I'll mark that. But anyway, do, that she does it reminds me of a certain teacher. Yes. Okay. So yeah, uh, 
that, that that's number one. Number two, like, man, the just the way that women were portrayed and men were portrayed in film at this time, specifically in this movie, was just like, what the? <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. Like, I, I can't believe it actually. But like, uh, the portrayal of <laughs> the the two enders in this movie is next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and that guy's acting who gets a who gets hacked up in the car. Oh my god, that is the like that's the worst acting I've ever seen in a movie. The acting in this movie is special, just in general. It is, but that guy takes yeah. the cake, man. That was <laughs> he's, he's pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I like the setup of this concept that there's a good twin and an evil twin. So I do think that uh, like that scenario could translate i mean even in a movie today with the right script you could even remake this script i think so what do you guys think of this i mean we'll talk about the rest of the movie here but i have an idea i have a pitch for this right maybe mm-hmm. i should save it till the end do you think i should save it till the end or do you want to hear it now hey might as well throw it out there you mentioned okay sure okay so what if this same scenario like the the opening happens and one of the twins kills them but we don't see which twin. And then the whole setup is, is the one in prison the one that really should be in prison? Or is he innocent? So then we don't know who the real killer is until about two-thirds of the way through the movie. Uh, maybe even halfway point. Then we know who the real killer is. So then see, we add suspense. Now that would have made for a much better movie. For sure. Isn't that the... Isn't that the weirdest thing that they chose to just tell you? Like, yeah, from the well, beginning, because I mean, even the, the storyteller is, yeah, like the novelty <laughs> of them being twins would I feel would be for that twist to happen, right? Yeah, you know which is which. Yeah, and that way it makes it more question. well, and it also adds more suspense that this the one twin like mm-hmm. breaks out. Yeah, now he's on the loose. Yeah, who's he gonna yeah. kill? And is that the is that the guy that's been doing the killing? Who knows? We don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's just an idea. We'll put a pin in that. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I I do have one more thing. Yeah, about this. There's a lot to talk about in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Now let me let me think about what it was. Oh yeah. uh, So it later in the movie, when we get the psychiatrist involved she's like mm-hmm. we don't know what triggers him so based on this incident and the next set of incidents uh it's almost like the trigger is him like watching his mother like mm-hmm. have yeah. these relations and and That's also one of them yeah at the very very end not i'm really jumping ahead here but uh oh we'll discuss the very very end when we get there Okay, there, but there's one aspect of it, like the way that she mm-hmm. embraces. I, exactly. Yep, it almost makes you think so there's something else going on. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to there. Yeah, I have some. Thoughts All right, I'm glad I'm well. not the only one who like picked up that undertone. Nope, nope, nope. Some uh, Odeppel stuff going on. Um, All so, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the next scene is ten years later. The mom goes to visit Todd in the in the. Uh, School is what she calls it, the school, like the, yeah. the psych school, I'm guessing. Then this really fucking weird voiceover happens. Like, what are you guys' thoughts on this voiceover? Basically, she just 
describes the scene that we're seeing. And then she's like, no, no. Then it cuts back to, what are you doing to my son? Then you're talking about they, the shrink. Yeah. Yeah, the shrink is doing the voiceover. The psychiatrist mm-hmm. is doing the voiceover, and then it's just intercut with the mom saying stuff. Yeah. Like, is that not a weird choice to you? It's so weird. It's, I actually didn't think it was There's a few scenes in this that are that weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, the the setup of the scene looks weird, even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It's weirdly blocked. Weirdly blocked. And then you have, like, the like so the mom's just there, and she's in the psychiatrist, you know, just miming. And then the psychiatrist is like, um, you know, how, how does she... She came in to see your son. This is the first time after Todd told me this. Blah, 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 blah. Dr. Berman's patient consultation notes, November 22nd, 1984. Saw Maddie Simmons, Todd's mother, for the first time today. I don't think she was quite prepared for what I told her. And then the mom's like, no, it's not Terry. It's definitely Todd. And then, <laughs> and then it's like. This is the first time they've seen each other in a while. He just started talking. And then he comes in and he's like, hi, mom, blah, blah. And then he crushes the cake. (laughs) And throws it against the wall. She's like, I brought your favorite. Which apparently she brings him every year. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. I'm guessing that's like the the thought process. So what are your thoughts on this scene? I mean, you guys find it as weird as I do, right? Like the execution of this scene. The execution, I think, is really strange. Uh, it, like you said, the blocking was uh, really uh, awkward. Um, obviously, the acting didn't uh, didn't help that at all. <laughs> but the the voiceover piece, like I uh, I've seen that in other movies, and it it, it kind of makes sense. But you're, the timing of everything, the voiceover um, would make sense if we're introduced to the psychiatrist and she's talking about it. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happens. The like, the mom comes in, and then just a voiceover starts. Didn't and it just start like, uh, on the outside of the building and like go into kind of? Like, but the, but it's not like TV. a. But we have no idea who the hell's talking at that point. They're, they didn't give <laughs> no, us the establishing true. shot of she didn't the psychiatrist talking into a dictaphone or anything like that. So it's just a she's what? this omnipresent voice for no reason over the scene. It's so weird. What'd you call Especially, it? now it would make way more sense if that was sprinkled throughout the rest of the movie, but it's not. No, it never shows up time. again. She it's shows just... up again for a short period of time, but yeah. Uh... But it's just this one scene, and you're just like, "That's that's weird. That's a weird thing to happen." Well, yeah, and I I feel <laughs> whoever edited this movie, I would not have put my name on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like anonymous. <laughs> It looked like they were on a stage. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. scene, yeah. yeah. In that yeah. scene. In that scene only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. like they were actually on a stage with a, uh, the facade, right? Like sets, actual yeah. sets. Yeah. It's really weird, like a backdrop. Flats, actual flats. That scene's where we first meet our lead, our lead actor, Mark Soper, who was playing both Terry and Todd. So that's where we meet Terry, or that's where we meet Todd. The voiceover comes on and tells us that she suspects Terry is the actual killer, but she can't say that. She doesn't have enough evidence, but she doesn't know how Terry's going to react to any of this. And then we meet Terry, and he's a fucking douchebag. 
<laughs> so they're playing football and he's all like being cutesy and he's like i'll guard her and then he like kisses the, the girl the main girl mm-hmm. that's his girlfriend his girlfriend yeah he yeah. kisses her then this other woman shows up with this older lady mm-hmm. and he's she's like oh i'm babysitting later tonight he's like oh yeah that sounds that sounds good you know blah blah or we should play tennis sometime yeah cool and he's like totally yeah. like flirting with her oh, and your like, girlfriend picks it up too yeah but you're like you know it's kind of it's not always awkward but his girlfriend is way more attractive than this other woman i don't know what's going on here for sure this guy actually reminds me of like what i would have imagined ted bundy was like mm-hmm. Because he, yeah. he's got some very, like, uh, like he's outgoing. He's got some likable qualities. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he does have that uh, that uh, thing about him where, you know, he just is he's awkward. Douchey. Well, yeah, he is douchey, but he's he's also got, like, an awkward presence mm-hmm. with people. But mm-hmm. he's just so outgoing, it comes off as slightly charming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we we kind of meet him there. We kind of meet his friends who are all weirdos his friends the rest of the cast of this movie oh my god are like next level weird right yeah they they played the the characters the typecast characters perfectly well yeah so we have the one like kind of jockey friend then we have the guy that i named eyebrows because he has the biggest eyebrows i've ever seen (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I didn't bother learning these characters' names. Did you? You guys know their names? No. I think what? I'll look it up. Who's Jackie? Unnecessary. <laughs> Jackie is Doug Weiser. So that is the guy. I think that's the guy inside. Because we have Bill. Maddie is the one woman. Okay. So we have Andrea is the other girl. Andrea, and then Karen is our lead. Karen is the final girl. So Karen is her boyfriend. Is his boyfriend? Uh, her, yeah, yeah, is a girlfriend. So the next scene, we're at Thanksgiving dinner, and everybody's sitting around. There's that random Andrea's there for some reason, and this other woman, and then there's uh, Todd. I mean Terry and Karen, and then the mom and her boyfriend, basically are like. So we have an announcement to make. We're getting hitched. She's like, "Oh, we're getting married." And as soon as he, as soon as they announce this, Terry like, the, the, awkward. The music, <laughs> like and Terry like looks awkward, and then he gives like some kind of nice speech where he's like, "Oh, congratulations! You know, I'm so happy for you." Welcome you know? to the family. Welcome to the family. Mm-hmm. Then he hands him the knife, and he's like, "Since you're going to be joining the family, you might as well." Pull your oh, weights. Yeah. So he goes to cut the turkey. Meanwhile, the mom gets. He doesn't a, uh, just hand him. He doesn't just hand him the knife. He points the knife mm-hmm. knife at his chest, and is like, "Well, here, <laughs> you know, like take it. Yeah, go ahead and cut the turkey, man of the house." Then, now, like, and he spins and it around. Dramatic yeah. music the entire time. Yeah, yeah. So then the mom gets a phone call. So she goes into the kitchen, which is open. It just closes these weird little shutters. Apparently, nobody can hear the conversation. Yep. <laughs> so she's like, "Oh yeah, oh, oh." Then she's like, "Oh, we got this. 
uh, Terry, can I talk to you for a minute? And we find out that, surprise, surprise, Todd has escaped from the hospital. Luckily, yeah. Todd was wearing his very finest polo shirt. <laughs> it's the barely uniform of the hospital, I guess. By the way, uh, Terry in this scene is wearing like the most 80s shit possible. Oh, 100%. Yeah. With that weird little like square tie and yep. pulled down to here. I mean, he's 80s AF, right? Yeah. So this is, uh, and again, I, I don't know if it's, if he's the better actor in this movie, but like I, I kind of mm-hmm. do in like the awkwardness where he, like mom brings him into the kitchen. She tells him what's going on and he goes, mm-hmm. in, oh, my psycho brother broke out of, uh, yeah, broke out of the thing. And he sits down to like, you know, can you pass me the rolls? <laughs> and the mom's just staring at him through this, like, as soon as he says it, She's like, because she said, don't tell anybody. And then he's like, my psycho brother broke out. And he's, she's like. Yeah. She freaks it's out, so... dude. She's <clears throat> crazy. Dude, she is so crazy in this movie. So crazy. <laughs> so damn crazy. So Like, she should have been locked up, like, a long yeah. time Yeah, I mean, that's where, she, that's where they get it, for sure. That's where they get it. So she <laughs> has her little freak out. And she goes into the bedroom. And the boyfriend goes in there and starts like uh, fiance, the fiance now, I guess, and starts like trying to have sex with her. What is up with the guys in this movie? I tried to tell you, man. I told you. (laughs) Characterization in this movie is next level. (laughs) Hey, so I know your uh, son that you think has committed these horrible crimes has escaped and you're worried about him being out there all alone. You actually just poured your heart out to me about how you're you're so sad that he's out there scared all alone. You know what we should do? Have sex right now. <laughs> like, yep. What? Anytime a tragic event happens, uh, that's where I go. Yeah. So then they I'm get a uh, that's call. That's so weird, but anyway. <laughs> I'll mark that. We'll cut that out. <laughs> We're used to it at this point. We just let yeah. him go. We just let you we, say stuff. Now. We just let your weirdness shine. <laughs> Podcast wouldn't be the same without it. Obviously, they're jokes. I just bad delivery, I guess. <laughs> your delivery is as good as Terry's. <laughs> that's, that's probably accurate. Have you seen me act in some of our in some of our shorts? Told you not to come. You know I had to. Are you okay? You look like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> you look like you've seen a ghost. You look like you've seen a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I saw what I saw. You guys should check that one out. Yep. It's one of our best ones until this new one <laughs> was going to be released. Yeah. yeah, I like it a lot. Um. So, there's a doorbell ring, and uh, Terry answers it, and he's held at gunpoint immediately by some dude. Oh my and gosh. She's like, he's like, hey. And the psychiatrist comes in and she's like, that's not him. That's the other one. Sorry, Terry. We're looking for Todd. Okay. So we find out that the doctor and just some random dude, I guess one of her students or intern, I we don't, I don't know who Orderly. the fuck this guy is. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? They don't just know. show up looking for looking for Todd, and they have a Trank gun. 
So if you think that a, so let's just stop and think about this. So in Halloween, Michael Myers escapes, right? Yeah. Dr. Loomis goes to track him down and goes immediately to the Haddonfield police. So that way he has police presence to try to capture this dangerous lunatic. In Blood Rage, they send this female psychiatrist in a goofball with a trank gun to go find him. So if we're thinking about this rationally, there that is there are two different scenarios because she believes that he is a harmless person that hasn't done anything wrong. True. Where Dr. Loomis thinks that the guy is the reincarnation of evil. But that's a good point. But she believes that Terry is a murderer. Now that is also true. That's true. But even if you involved the police in that scenario, she has no are proof. Are you doing more harm than good? Yeah, but you I she feel also like has no be, proof, yeah. You'd be doing I, I would I would at least have brought more than yeah, stoner one, orderly. Yeah, you get the you get the police involved because that guy ain't doing yeah. shit. No. <laughs> the only thing no. he's doing is winning uh awards from the Razzies. <laughs> the he's, <laughs> he's killing that shit. So um <laughs> yeah I mean let's let's not I mean let's not kid ourselves. Terry is no Michael Myers. No. <laughs> the shape oh would God. crush him. <laughs> um the the boyfriend goes out with them to kind of she, he's like, I'll go help him. You stay here with your mom. He goes out to talk with him. And, like, I don't know why. Like, this scene is so weird to me because he says, he's like, so what do we have around here? Sorry about that. But what do you have here? Well, we have we have balconies that he can hang out on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you really needed that guy to tell you that he could hide out on balconies? Can't you use your <laughs> eyes and, and see that? Yeah. So weird. So weird. So he goes to his office and the other two split up. Mm -hmm. The nurse, or I mean, the uh, psychiatrist goes into the woods by herself with the trank gun. And the other guy just wanders off. She goes, you go look at the balconies. I'll go into the woods because he could be there. All right, fine. Sure, whatever. So Terry, at this point, leaves. He, you know, get, gets, leaves the house. And uh, shows up at the boyfriend's office. The boyfriend is... This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. The boyfriend's just chilling there, right? Yeah. He just gets off the phone. He has some scotch. Gets off the phone. Oh, yeah, it is a beer. beer. It's a beer can. And he he gets a little pistol, loading his little pistol up. He's ready to go, you know. Got it ready to go. (laughs) Then Terry... Knocks on the window. He turns around and sees him. He walks in. He's holding a machete. He's holding a machete. Yeah. And he stares at him and he goes, look what the cat dropped. <laughs> <laughs> this is cut, his hand cut off. There is such a like <laughs> delay in him turning around, mm-hmm. saying his line. And then like, there's a like two beats, man. There's two beats. He's holding a machete. First off, you know, to what you just said, you would see that. And then he cuts his hand off. <laughs> He's like, ah! <laughs> so, what do you guys think of this uh, first death? Because he also stabs him in the head. We don't see that yet. But he cuts off his hand. 
What do you think of this practical effect, Lydia? I liked it. I, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It was kind of cool. It was kind of like, I really like the imagery of it, of like the hand with the can still holding it, mm -hmm. you know? That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. His his hand when he's holding it doesn't look the best. It's like too, yeah, like uh, rounded, mm -hmm. like too thin, I feel like. But it's all right. I mean, you know, they have a small budget. They're doing what they can. It's fine. The kills oh, don't disappoint me in this movie. They're actually probably the best part of the movie. But so he cuts off his hand. Then Terry goes outside and he runs into Stoner Guy. Real quick, because I got to touch on these special effects. Okay. I was so impressed with how shitty the like the other aspects of this movie were compared to like what. And it's not necessarily what they pulled off, but the, the ambition that they had for these special effects. Because it was really like above <laughs> their capabilities, <laughs> but they didn't do the worst job I've ever seen. So I was no. very impressed with their, their ambition in, in some of these kills and special effects. Yeah, I agree. I think it was fun. And I think they, they, yeah. they tried to do some really cool stuff. Um. So then Terry goes outside and he runs into Stoner or, the, you know, the other guy. So the other guy is basically outside the house, out in the back, just smoking a joint. He mm -hmm. lights up a joint, just starts smoking it. Terry comes up on him and he's holding it. So he hides a machete behind his back. Yeah. And like he's a fucking cartoon character, I guess. And so he's holding this machete behind his back. Stoner guy's like token. He's like. You want to you want to hit and he's like sure. He takes it and he's like, "Hey, you know what? You know what the doc told me? That she doesn't think Terry killed any of these people." And then he says, "Yes, he did." And he stabs him through the stomach. <laughs> he says, "Yes, he did. Yes, he did." And then walks off. <laughs> Let's old boy die. <laughs> what do you think of this scene? I can tell you that uh it adds to the the legend that is this movie. It continues to grow scene by scene. Yes, it does. I think the practical effect of him being stabbed is actually pretty good. I do too, actually. I I liked uh, I liked like how they did that that special effect. It is pretty good for for what it was. Yeah, the blood or you know through it, and we see mm -hmm. it on the other side. It's spewing the blood. It's pretty cool. You know what they should have done? Mm -hmm. Dennis Quaid should have been dating the. Uh, lead actress in this movie oh yeah <laughs> then they could have gotten somebody who you know could actually act what hey, you know what are you gonna do what, quite a bit what are you gonna do so then uh we're intermixed with this we see todd basically uh wandering around yeah they go to a laundromat <laughs> it looked <laughs> like a laundromat he was like walking uh in front of a gas station or something yeah <laughs> It is a laundromat. Uh, so then Terry goes to the woods because, you know, he knows that's where the doctor is. And he attacks her. Basically, her, her kill happens off screen, essentially. Oh like the actual kill happens off screen. Like yeah. she's attacked by the camera. And then we see the aftermath. <laughs> it's like straight it's up chopped in half. Chopped in half. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of uh, the this effect? What are you guys' thoughts on this whole scene? Why it's not? It's a cool effect. Yeah. Yeah, I not? mean, 
I mean, Terry's not supernatural or super strength. I don't know how he chopped her clean in half. <laughs> Maybe he, he was really good at sawing. I don't know. He just kept going. But she's like still kind of alive. She's like, yeah, yeah. She dies, and her like she's legs alive are, like, for a while. <laughs> yeah, she's like rise in pain. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people in movies will get stabbed one time, and they're just like immediately dead. But yeah. she's just like in half and just still alive for like a full minute. <laughs> she, she tried to, she tried to hold out. Do you guys remember in uh, the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Mm-hmm. Paul Rubin's death. Oh, yes. Where he gets dead, he's like, ah. Ooh, he like dies geez. for like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's his, uh, she's like the, she's like Peter Griffin when he, when he hurts his knee. She's like, (laughs) (laughs) Terry then goes inside and he discards his shirt that he's wearing, the bloody shirt, throws it in the trash can. And then that's when he gets into the best uniform that a killer could ever wear, a sleeveless shirt. (laughs) What do you guys think of Terry's excellent sleeveless shirt? Well, we need to back up just a little bit. Because this guy, for being a killing machine, is just like the most nonchalant, I'm not going to cover this up. These are my clothes. I'm just going to put them in the trash can, of which are discovered later. He's yeah. just so like laissez-faire about the murders All he these just murders. committed. Yeah, yeah, he really is. And then He's he- a confident, a confident sociopath. Serial yeah. killer. Psycho. Yes, he is. Yeah, like yes, he is. He is. He's very confident that he is getting away with all of it, and he is because he literally runs into people he knows, and they're they like, just oh, kills hey. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all trust him. And this yeah. is where we get our the first the the first taste of this line, pun intended. Right? No, no. That's yeah. Because he oh, takes yeah, his shirt off and he goes. Yes, it is. The, it's when he's taking the shirt it. off. He says. That's not cranberry sauce. Well, he tastes it. Yep. Nope, that's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> it's not cranberry sauce. Yep. That uh, that line will live in uh, infamy. That's a great line. It's, it really is. Special. It really is. At this point, we see Todd kind of floating around. And he runs into Kelly. Right? He runs into her outside. And she thinks it's Terry. So she starts talking to Terry, and she says the (laughs) funniest fucking line. She says, I want you to make love to me. Well, I want you to make love to me. (laughs) That's not how I remembered this. Oh, you're speechless. And she says more than that, but she just keeps talking and talking and talking yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought she was more vulgar than that but yeah no, that's what she says exactly i want Her you to make love to me was... and then he's like but I, i've i've never kissed a yeah. girl yeah because she says he's like i'm i'm todd and she's like oh 
Good luck with that. And like, yeah, she, says, go. she said, no, she said, you should try it sometime. You really ought to try it sometime. I gotta go. Bye. And runs like, away. Try it sometimes and runs off. <laughs> do you guys want to, do you guys want a side story? That's kind of funny. Sure. Okay. So. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. This is so embarrassing, but I have full confidence that the person who is involved in this will never see this, this clip, but uh, when I was in junior high, <laughs> I had this huge crush on a girl, right? And so, like, my cousin, I don't know what she said to her. She could have threatened her for all I know. <laughs> the best but way. I know, right? I have no idea. But, I, like, my cousin knew that I, like, liked this girl. So she somehow convinced her to come over and, like, ask me to dance. This girl had, she wanted nothing to do with me. But anyway. And so she, like puts her arms around my neck and I look at her and I'm like, I don't know how to dance. <laughs> Ducked up her and I walked away. <laughs> and it's, I had the hugest crush on that girl. <laughs> and that was like my one shot and I just like, I don't know how to dance. And I walked away. You fake it, Derek. You fake it. I know you fake it, but you know you it didn't work back out that and night. Forth. I don't know how to dance. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you just panicked. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of empathy for Todd in this scene. <laughs> you watched it, and you're like, "That's me." Yeah. <laughs> He's only the only thing that's missing is him telling her that her uh, body is but a vessel for her soul. <laughs> that's that's low, Derek. If he would have, if Todd would have walked up to her and said, "Hey, groovy chick, you're happening in a far out way," <laughs> she might have responded, "You're not happening at all. You don't know." <laughs> would you have felt more connected to Todd at that? Point? I would. I, I feel like he and I are kindred spirits. <laughs> Well, you both do have fuck up, fuck up brothers. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that that little uh, taste of that's a great story. Humiliation. That's that is amazing. a great story. So, did you ever see that girl again? Uh, yeah, every day in, in high school or in high school and junior high. <laughs> that now, makes it so much worse. The more important thing is that I ever talk to her again. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> Nope. Never talked to her again. Was it one of these you'd see her and you go? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I tried to avoid yeah. her. Oh, God. I would. I would always pretend like I saw somebody else on the other side of the hall. Yeah, I eventually, I eventually did get over her. So I am married now. Yeah, and I danced uh, with Quincy. You so. did dance at your wedding. Uh, yeah. Good job. Uh, I'm not yeah, a good learned. dancer, but I did it. He did it. <laughs> he took the plunge. <laughs> anyway, back to what we were talking about. Back to about. Blood Rage, which is less interesting than Derek's humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Karen runs 
That's her name, right, Karen? Am I remembering that right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I forget now because we were talking about all that other shit. Yeah, Karen. <laughs> what was Karen? No, nah, don't tell me the girl's name. <laughs> tell me off mic. Tell me off mic. Oh, yeah, I can. I can. <laughs> yeah, tell me off mic. I, okay. I need to know who this is. Do I know her? I uh, might know of her, but she oh, was in okay. my grade. In high school. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> right. No, she's too young. You'd have to be like Claire Danes or something. It's like more <laughs> Derek's age. Yeah. What? Betty White. Is that about right? Oh, that's low. Whatever. Betty White was a beautiful lady back in the day. So. Yeah, she's she so was. Beautiful. Yeah, she still is uh, a person that exists. <laughs> So, guys, <laughs> no, Betty White is still beautiful. I love her. Karen runs into Tweedledee and Tweedledum. You know, fucking yeah. uh, horn dog and eyebrows. <laughs> runs into both these guys. And she's like, hey, uh, I just ran into Todd. Todd's over there, Terry's crazy brother. So, the, the eyebrows, the cooler of the two, runs off to go see if she's out or to see what's going on. Meanwhile, she gets in the car with uh, the Tweedledum, and this guy starts, like, macking on her. Like you yeah. said, Derek. He just starts, like, trying to make out with her. Yeah, and that's what you do. He's like, I'm trying to keep you company. He's like, what are you doing? She told you she just ran into a guy that she thinks is a dangerous murderer, and your solution is to just make out with her? Yeah. Like, that's how we roll. That's how we roll. Um... So they don't, they don't see her, you know, they, they don't, they don't seem so, um, <laughs> Todd goes into the woods and he finds, he finds a psychiatrist cutting out, laying on the floor of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even talk about this, can we? No, we can't even talk about like, this series. <laughs> it's like, oh man. She's a little shorter than last time I saw her. <laughs> Is this really like trying to put her back together? Yeah. He goes over to push her body back together. Body back together. I mean, he kind of hasn't developed since he was a child anyway, so maybe... To him, that was like the logical he solution. Didn't, he didn't go to. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't study anatomy. He's like, well, this will work. I'm sure he knew that was. He's not fucking Frankenstein's monster. So it's like, he, yeah. So then when he after. <laughs> after Terry tries together, Todd tries to push it together. He reaches into her wallet or her uh, <laughs> uh, purse and uh, pulls out the shittiest looking gun I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And he's like, I'm going to, you know, it's Terry. I know it. And he runs off. Uh, hang on. I need a minute to compose myself. I know. It's like I'm like crying right now. Uh, so then eyebrows comes back. And uh, and uh, we find out that Todd 
or I'm sorry, Terry goes over and decides to hang out with that one chick. Yeah, who's babysitting. Who's babysitting. So he goes over and he's like hanging out with her. And she takes off her jacket. <clears throat> he says, well, what, you know, what's your major? He takes, she takes off her jacket and she's like not wearing a bra. You can see like her boobs through her mm. white shirt. And she's like, I told you, I, I uh, major in partying. <laughs> Starts macking on him and he is 100% uninterested. Oh, what's on the what's on the TV? Yeah, that's so actually weird. not what he calls it, but he refers to it as something. But yeah, so they start watching TV, and at that, we intercut from that to the the mom getting drunk, like she's just like smashed out. She's um, eating at one point. She's eating Green leftovers beans. while sitting on the floor of the kitchen. Yeah. She's crying on the phone. She's trying to contact her boyfriend. Which, by the way, time out about this. I've got a sidebar. Her boyfriend is like 45 feet away. I know. I know. Why not like, walk over there? You need to connect me. <laughs> just walk over there if you're so worried about it. <laughs> so she's talking to the psychiatrist or the uh, operator. And she's like saying some weird shit. Like she's just searching on at the phone. And then at one point she's like strangling the phone. Like. I mean, she's next level crazy. Yeah, and then she gets Dude, connected the... with somebody, and uh, she starts talking to him. And like, oh, I think you have the wrong number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Dude, crazy. This, so random. This part of the movie where it just keeps cutting to her on the phone, trying to still call someone who we know is dead, goes on for so long. It mm-hmm. eats up so much time. Because they do, they go to her multiple times. So weird, it's, right? What and if, it's like you just start to feel like you are the one that's going crazy a little bit because you're like, "Why am I looking at this right now?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. You start to feel like you're going crazy. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, it's the so, weirdest thing. Like just still frame, just of her on the couch. Like talking to a phone by herself for so long. Yeah, it's so weird. And just talking to herself, like not even to the phone sometimes. So uh, during this time, around this time in the movie, we uh, we cut back to Terry and Andrea, and she's trying to put the moves on even harder. He's not interested. He's watching a horror movie and somebody getting killed, and he said. That's disgusting. How can they put this on TV after he's just murdered like three people? <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, the the mom and the boyfriend come home. And the boyfriend is like a, like a rich guy, but a super square. Oh, and yeah. And he's, you know, Todd, or uh, Terry doesn't drink. So he just had straight up uh, tomato juice. Drink some V8. And she had some vodka or whatever. So they come home, they leave, and they run into the the group of, you know, uh, Karen and the, and the two other guys. Mm. Run into them, and then they, uh, they say, hey, you want to go, you know, do this or do that? And basically, she te- he tells her, hey, uh, I saw Todd. Todd's here. So Terry goes off by himself to go find him. 
and they think it's heroic, but he's actually, you know, trying to find him so he can pin everything on him, probably. So he leaves, and the other three go to um, this house, to her so, house, to... Yeah, to hang out. To, like, hang kind out. Kind of party, yeah. So at their party, they're playing... The two guys are playing video games. Yep. The girls are talking to each other. And then eventually the one guy leaves. Karen goes to play video games with, with eyebrows. And the guy and the girl go into the bedroom. So our, our guys go to check on him. And while they're check when they go to check on him, they get scared because she has this weird eye makeup on. And the other guy pops out of the closet. What do you think of this whole bit? It, it doesn't really serve a purpose, to be honest with you. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, they just needed to kill time in the movie. I guess, I guess so, because you're right. It doesn't serve any purpose. You yeah. would think you'd be so they would make the, the characters mad, so they would split up. But they didn't need to do that, because Eyebrows and her stay together. Those two stay together. They could have just had them leave. Yeah, and say, "Hey, we're gonna go do our thing," because the next time we see them, they're playing tennis. So, Andrea and the guy leave to go play tennis. Also, so what what tells the point of this? Yeah, one thing I also want to mention. Now, anytime you try to apply logic to <laughs> movies, it's probably not a great idea. But yeah, uh, so she just encountered this person who they all think is this killer. And when they go back to the house, instead of dialing the phone to the police, they're like, "Hey, let's uh, let's uh, play some video games and just chill." Yeah, out. yeah. And they're so nonchalant about it. Like he's like, then he asked me if I'd, or he told me he never kissed a girl, and she's like, "Ooh, that's so weird." Yeah, you're like, you guys aren't freaked out by this. Like what? You know, like you said, that's a good point. Like why didn't you immediately go to the police? Yeah. Or something missed opportunity that's why they so um they go and play um tennis and we Mm -hmm. have terry like watching them play tennis yep the the guy hits the ball she goes to look at it and you think we're gonna like she's gonna get killed because she's separated then terry throws the ball back at him and then they're just like they start to make out and he's like no not here i've got a better place Mm-hmm. So the next time we see them, they are having sex <laughs> on a diving board in like the I guess the the how common they, like pool area common pool area yeah. Let's <laughs> think of this. Well, I'm a little jealous of him, but the rest of it not so much. I mean, I guess when you're young, you you know wherever uh, wherever it happens, it happens, but. I feel like it's it's gotta be like for laughs. It's just like a joke, mm-hmm. kind of, because she's she's the one that says it. Even she's mm-hmm. like, "Not out here. Like this isn't right. Like I have a better place. Let's go over here." And then it just shows them on a diving board. <laughs> diving board, like the most awkward place possible. <laughs> so I love that Terry walks up to him and he's like, "He's what does he say?" Hey, how, like, I, I don't know, but it's more like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, then he slices his throat, he falls, and then uh, he kills her. Yeah. Just like, 
you know, kills them both right there in the pool area. How does she die? I forget. Uh, she falls in the pool at some point, but I'm pretty sure he slashes her. I think he slashes her too. Terry comes back, right? Doesn't he come back home at this point and runs into her? And that's when he decides that he wants to have sex with her, basically. Uh, yeah. Doesn't he try to kill her at this no, point? No, no, no. They go back to the house. He pulls off the pillows. Oh on yeah, the couch, yeah, yeah. He did, and yeah. they start like making out on the couch because he's confident that everything's okay now. I guess I don't know. And um, Todd shows up and holds eyebrows at gunpoint in yeah. his car. So he forces him to go show him where Terry is. So he can end him. Mm-hmm. They show they he rings the doorbell. Terry answers the door and Todd points the gun at him and then runs off. <laughs> yep. He just can't bring it, can't bring himself to do it. So he runs off and then uh he's like, What's going on? And he's like, He ran this way, let's go get him. So Terry and Artie is Eyebrow's name, by the way. Terry and Artie run off to uh, across the bridge, and he says, "Oh, look at all this stuff here!" And there's like a whole like kill kit, I guess, is what it is. Yeah, like mm-hmm. just randomly laying on the bridge. It's like so, they watched uh, all of the uh, Friday the Thirteenth movies, and they're like, oh, "Let's get a, let's get a, a you know." Uh, an arrow and yeah it's it's a kill kit it's a whole bag full yeah, of tricks so like well we've killed everybody we we've actually skipped a part before this happens we we need to go back a little bit because we need to talk about the deaths of the babysitter or the the woman uh, that yeah. he, the the mother and the guy so mm-hmm. she is like dude her comment when when she goes in and she's like making sure the baby's okay she was like Mommy's gonna try and get you a rich daddy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. So right he before gets... that, Jake Jake was like, Why is this girl with this guy? Like, what's going on here? And then she says that and he's like, Oh, well, that explains oh, that. Now I understand. <laughs> that makes more sense. I also love how the babysitter was like, Oh, that'll be ten bucks. And she's like, Ten dollars. Ten dollars. And he's like, don't worry, I got she this. Looks, I, got, I got this. She looks at him like hinting, yeah. like, oh, I don't know, I don't have any money. <clears throat> and then the best Even part you hire is the babysitter. Yeah, she looks at him, he pulls it out, and then she acts like she's like surprised by it, like, oh, what a nice gesture. And you're like, oh, come on, mm-hmm. lady, you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Yep. So, old boy <laughs> ends up getting decapitated. Bill, I think, is that guy's name. Yeah. So he ends up getting decapitated, and she is getting into like her, uh, you know, lingerie, getting all sexy mm-hmm. for him. And she goes out into the uh, hallway, and she doesn't see him. And she opens the door, and his it's like severed head is hanging on a uh, on jump a rope. rope. Yeah. yeah. So the guy that plays Bill, by the way, is a special effects artist of this movie. I do believe. Really. Yeah, I might be wrong on that. Let me double check. I'm going to give him a but C+. Plus. I do believe that the guy that plays Bill, Ed French, is the... Uh, yeah, he's the makeup artist of this movie. 
So yeah. that's his little cameo bit. Nice. And he does a fine job, considering he's not an actor. Yeah. Um, so then we don't see how she dies at the moment. She gets killed off screen as well. He opens the door and is putting like the the uh, jacket on, helping her put the jacket on, and then we cut. And that's where we get to hurt him trying to seduce Karen. And that's where eyebrows comes in, and that's where we're on the bridge with the kill kit. So he grabs, he pulls out like a, a grilling fork, and eyebrows grabs it, and he's like, you know, look at this. And Terry grabs, and he's like, oh look, I think I see him. And then he stabs him in the neck. And what do you guys think of this death scene and this effect? Uh, I thought it was cool. I, it's. It's freaky because you know that he's like about to get killed, so you're like just waiting for it. And he picks up the fork and like makes a comment on it, and he's you know that he's gonna get him with that freaking fork. Oh, awful! Yeah, it gets him right in the jugular. I think it's a pretty nice effect too. They of course they they do the best you know the best thing possible. They show it, they cut away, and then to have it already in. You know, covered the insertion with the with the cut, which is very smart, and it's bleeding everywhere, and it looks pretty good. I actually wrote in my notes that his death's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, I think it's my favorite death of the movie is his death, as far as the way the effects look. I mean, the hand was pretty fucking funny, but <laughs> oh, by the way, this is completely late, but I I do uh, I did mark down what he said when he sat down on the couch to watch the TV. Uh-huh. His his quote was anything good on the tube. That's it. Anything good on the tube? Yeah. <laughs> we should start calling it tube. We should bring tube back. What do you think? I mean, the fact that they're flat now, people might be like, "What are you talking about?" But yeah. well, and it's not a tube TV either. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's more or less what I'm saying. They. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm down. I'll do it. See if we yeah, can get they... it to. Uh... Taking it back. Do you remember when they used to call it the boob tube? I do. I actually almost called it that today because of this movie. Mm. See what's on the boob tube. I was talking to Clark. He probably would have been like, what, Daddy? What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, this is where the final girl circuit starts. The the whole climax of the movie. Because he shows up, he's covered in blood all over his uh, shirt. And she's like, you know, what happened? And he said, oh, you know, whatever. He made made some excuse. And he's starting to walk away. She's starting to walk with him. And then he tries to turn around and sw- sli- like slice her. And he says, I love you. And tries to yeah. like, kill her. <laughs> Got so a she, funny way of showing it. Yeah. So he says, I love you. So she starts running, and then we get like the whole, uh, the whole final, final girl circuit. And dude, the music that kicks in during this scene is super special. Yeah. Here's a sample of it right here. But it's just, it's something. It's so 80s. And not in like the cool carpenter way, but in the, (laughs) you know, uh, in the Rubik's Cube way. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is uh we're getting to the uh like the dumbest thing I can think of scene. <laughs> because so from here she like runs over randomly to the uh apartment or house that the oh, lady was so we babysitting. Skipped a bit. Yes, we need to, yeah. this is important. We skipped a bit. When Todd's in the woods, he runs into this little girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Runs into this little girl and she says, um, you know, he she's looking for a missing cat and he says and it's very kind of like a sweet scene, really. He says, uh, you know, cats usually have a way of coming back. But listen, I need you to do me a favor. There's a bad man on the loose out here. The bad man out here. So we need you to go into your house. I need you to lock the door and don't open it for anybody, no matter what. So she does that. So you see that Todd is a good guy. Todd is the good guy, for sure. And so she runs and, and locks the door. First of all, where the fuck is this girl's parents? I just got to know that. <laughs> She's just yep. home by herself. Anyway. Maybe they're asleep. Or so doing Karen, it in the car. <laughs> Karen <laughs> knocks on the door, and the little girl won't let her in because of what Todd told her. And then yeah. whatever, Then back to you, Derek. Yeah, so then she, uh, she runs into the apartment of the lady who had the babysitter, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she can hear the baby crying. She's trying to get help. And uh, I think she finds the two uh, dead bodies here. Yeah. So she goes in and she like picks up this baby and just starts to take it with her. Probably the right thing today since the, the parents are, are dead. But yeah. like, dude, when he chases her into like the pool area and she goes in the locker room and then hides the baby underneath the cabinet. Yeah, it's like, great. I'm like, what are you doing? No. The best part of this whole scene is before she picks up the baby, she goes in there and uh, Terry follows her in and she's on the phone trying to make a call. Terry walks up to her and he's like, you know, standing over with the with the sword. Then she just hits him in the dick with the phone. <laughs> yeah. I forgot, I forgot about that part. Oh my yes. God. Like hits him right in the dick with the phone, and he then... just lets her. He just yeah. stands there and just lets that happen. <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh!" Or he he falls over. She grabs the baby and runs off. Yes, and then she runs into the locker room. While she's at the <clears throat> pool, though, the mother starts decides she wants to go and investigate. So she finally decides since Bill or her since her fiance is not answering, let's go see what the hell this guy's up to. Yeah, and she go on the other side of the this, house. When she goes, when when she goes up to his office, the door is open and unlocked. For some reason, she goes up to it and she just bangs on it for no, like, no reason, and then slides it open. I was like, "What the fuck was the point in that? Why didn't you just open it?" And she she's just talking to him the whole time. Mind like, you, surrounded by talking. like blood splatter all over the walls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, you know, she's like, why aren't you answering me? She touches him, and then his fucking head splits open. <laughs> so what do you dumb. think of this bit? It was gross. So ridiculous. Yeah, pretty good. It doesn't, I like look, that. it doesn't look great. I don't know, I guess. No, it doesn't look great at all, but it's fun. It's funny that his head splits open. That's funny. Yeah. I yeah. mean, to be fair, like... Uh, it being 1987, there wasn't too much of that in movies, and you didn't have the internet to look it up. So I'm, 
I don't know what that would have looked like to somebody who saw it for the first time in 1987, but yeah, it wasn't the the best special effect. <laughs> no, for sure. well, especially especially when you have Tom Savini putting out Tom Savini shit. I mean, way before true. this. So I mean, you know, well, we've already said, established they're Jake like said, the Dollar General of special effects yeah. on this movie. <laughs> Jake said, um, why did they put confetti cake in the <laughs> in the <head? laughs> yeah. It's kind of what it looked like. We also have to remember they weren't they weren't expecting HD to be a thing. So <laughs> that didn't help either. So she after she sees that, she grabs the revolver. And then we get the, the end of our chase scene with, with Karen. So like you said, Derek, she goes. I love she First of all, I love that she goes into the the pool room where it's surrounded by glass that he could easily see where she is. And she goes and yeah. sits down by the pool with a baby. First of all, as a filmmaker, I would be terrified to let my actor hold a baby near a pool. I'd be like, yeah, let's, let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like it. Don't like it. But um, so she's holding the baby by the pool. And then Terry just comes in behind her and just starts jumping on the, the diving board behind her. Oh, Which I found hilarious. Like she's just like, and he's jumping behind her and she turns and looks and sees him. He's just like happily bouncing like an idiot. So, she runs into yeah. the locker room. And she's like, oh, not again. Yeah. Or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and then so just, she run like, runs, like, like she's annoyed about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not like she's running for her life. She runs and hides yeah. the baby in the in the thing. And then hides in the uh, stall. After she opens up the sauna and sees her two dead friends, she hides in the stall Harry comes in, opens the sauna, sees them. And he's like, oh, didn't mean to walk in on you. You guys will do it anywhere. Like, Karen, can you believe this? <clears throat> and he walks over and uh, peace. And she's hiding from him. He's oblivious to her. She, he walks out. And then uh, she waits a beat. Then she comes out. And is attacked by him, right? She escapes him again, runs out into the pool area, and she runs directly into Todd. Guys, tell me you saw the wig on the guy playing Todd. I guess. No. Oh, my God, yes. it's terrible. It's terrible. It's bad. So we see, you know, because we see Terry from the front, so Todd has, like, kind of curlier hair, you know? Yeah. And it's a dude in, like, a horrible curly wig from behind <laughs> it's hilarious it's like almost gray i feel like yeah yeah it's, the color is definitely off yeah. so they fight they get into a fight they um fall into the <laughs> the pool and they're fighting essentially and the mom comes in at this point and <laughs> terry gets out of the other side of the pool Karen's like, come on, Todd. And she helps him out. The mom comes in and sees Terry on the other side of the pool holding the machete, which he drops. 
And then she shoots him like five times. And he falls, shoots him in the face. And he's like, ah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he falls yeah. into the pool dead. <laughs> she goes and grabs Todd and starts hugging him and like kind of, this is what you were talking about. Way yeah. too like physical, right? You guys well, get the creepy intimate. vibes too. Yeah, yeah intimate. It's it, it felt very intimate the way that she was like looking at him and like it it definitely was a creeper vibe. And it yeah. would make sense that that's like a trigger for him whenever uh you know, the two times that he's like killed people, his mom was making love with somebody and then got engaged and making love to somebody else. If that's your girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crazy so way she's to... uh so she's holding him and everything. She's like, I'll never let anything happen to you again. I'm so sorry, my baby boy. It's you and me versus the world. It's only gonna be us. I don't need anybody else. I love you, Terry. And he's like, grabs her by her lapels. She's like, I'm Todd. I'm Todd. And she goes, <laughs> No. 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 He's like, Yeah, Todd. Terry is a killer. Terry is bad. She's like, No. She picks up the gun and because he he goes over to the wall and he's like, I'm Todd. I'm Todd. And she starts saying, I'm Todd. <laughs> she I'm starts Todd. saying. I'm Todd. <laughs> blows her brains out. She blows her brains out. Then the Karen with the baby just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she nopes out of there. She's like, yeah, oh, she does. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna excuse myself. <laughs> she was like, for the first time in the movie, she was just kind of shocked. Like, oh, okay, yeah, let's get this baby out of here. It's not even like a full, like, like horrified shock. She's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, let's nope out of here. Like, and then it freeze, we hear sirens in the distance, and we freeze frame on on Todd looking at over his like dead mom and we end. What do you guys think of this batshit ending? It's so insane that they are both just saying I'm Todd. <laughs> it, it's so funny and it's so memorable. <laughs> but it's like it's the weirdest thing. It really so is weird. so weird. So weird. Derek, what are your thoughts on this ending? Uh, man, it was kind of a cluster F. <laughs> you know, um, the the terrible acting like really culminated here. <laughs> <laughs> Everything from like her, uh, like the way that she was portrayed in this scene to you know the Todd and uh, it was. It was terrible, the Todd. Man. <laughs> yeah, it was the Todd. It was bad. He says and, the Todd. And then when Karen, to your point, like whenever, like <laughs> you couldn't, I couldn't think of a like more interesting way for someone to be like, oh, someone just blew their brains out. I'm gonna walk off. Yeah, such <laughs> a, get out of here. Definitely an acting Whoa. choice, isn't it? Yeah, I want you yeah. to act surprised in this. <laughs> okay. Nope. Oh. <laughs> it was weird 
Yeah. And and then, you know, it ends with him just like standing there having seen all this. So, you know, that's that's the end of a uh, blood rage. <laughs> so let's go around and let's uh talk about blood rage and let's talk about our uh ratings. Let's start with you, Lydia. What are your thoughts on blood rage and what would you give it? I just I I, I guess I have a couple things I want to say. So did you guys think that the mom, I mean, I, I, I just want to talk about the mom and what the heck mm-hmm. was going on with her because she clearly had a favorite, right? So like, did mm-hmm. she already have a favorite or was it after the thing, after the murder that she decided that she likes this one better because that one's crazy or was it like she knew the whole time that he was a murderer and they just, she like, he was already a fake. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. It's very what... interesting. That's, um, yeah, uh, it's hard to say really. It could go both ways. I think that, I think part of her knew for sure that Terry was the killer, especially after she opened up the tra- trash can and she saw his bloody clothes in yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. So I'm thinking so like, she that's... knew, but she's delusional about it and refusing to believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she loves him? Because she loves him. Yeah. Maybe more than a more son. More than just a son? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and... So when she it... finds out that she just killed him, she, like, loses her mind. Yeah, yeah. Even though she has another Literally. son here that hasn't killed anybody that she can help live a better life, she's cray-cray, so she kills herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just refuses to just have live without him Terry. as an option. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. Well, and uh, I also think it, it goes back <laughs> to if like, if the, the hints that we, we think we picked up on were accurate, then like I think it adds more uh, like gravity to her, uh, not defiance, but her like um, trying to excuse all of those things or trying to delusion. deny, yeah. yeah, adding to her delusion or and, and her denial of what he is, and just wanting it to be Todd because <laughs> it's the I mean, mentally it's the easy thing to comprehend especially if you you thought for the last 10 years that he was a killer Mm -hmm. you know there's also got to be some aspect of you that's like well if that is the case then i like completely destroyed my other son's life i'm I'm sure it was it would have been a heavy situation either way but yeah but i don't think that's (laughs) going through her mind because i don't think it either (laughs) yeah i I think she is batshit crazy she's eating she's just sitting on the floor eating leftovers that's my favorite when I rewatched it, I was like, what? What the fuck? Like, she's just. Oh, we totally didn't talk about that scene where she's sitting on the floor in the kitchen, just eating like green beans and corn. Yeah. yeah with yeah. her bare hands on the floor. Like, so weird. We totally skipped over that. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned it briefly, but yeah, it's just like, what a scene. Why is that yeah. a thing? Uh, like, so weird. So, Lydia. So weird. What are your thoughts on this movie uh, as a whole? And what um, are you going to rate this guy? I think this movie is actually pretty entertaining. Um, it's so strange. But the effects are good. 
the acting is weird, but honestly, I think weird. the main nice character. <laughs> yeah, I I think the main character did a really good job of like splitting his personality, kind of like playing two people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he did a great job at at playing both of them because you can tell in every scene, and that kind of goes against. <laughs> Like what we were saying earlier, where it's like it would have been better if you couldn't tell the difference, mm-hmm. but you can tell there's like a very clear difference that he's playing two different people in every scene that it's in. You're you're never questioning which one it is. Yeah, so like they could have yeah. had two different actors. They could have not been twins. And it yeah, would have been the same movie. Yeah, yeah, pretty kind much. Of. Yeah, <laughs> so, kind of. Yeah, but I do, I I do think it's cool that when you see him like being like a scared, timid character and then you see him being like a buffer like macho psycho character yeah yeah Yeah. they carry themselves differently and i think that's cool that he does it like that so i think i'm gonna give this movie uh, i don't know what to give this movie guys you can't give it too high but you can't give it too low is your problem yeah i know yeah i think the i think the height is a is a six as high as it could ever go. Yeah. But I think that's probably too high still. Yeah. But it's also not into popcorn territory. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give it a five and a half. Oh, all right. Pretty good. Derek, (laughs) your final thoughts on uh, blood rage and your rating. Um, I, I really did like for the movie that it was where they tried to take the special effects. Like I was always uh, impressed watching this movie that uh, they were able to accomplish what they were able to accomplish with that. So, you know, kudos to them there. Uh, out of the actors, that actor probably was the best one. And to Lydia's point, you could definitely tell like which character he was portraying in any scene that he was in. Uh, everybody else... <laughs> was really really bad uh, acting <laughs> it wasn't it was enjoyable from a perspective of hey you know what kind of a movie this is it just have fun with it so mm-hmm. for that I am gonna give it a four a four okay yeah. um so ever since we watched this movie that first night Lydia uh this is my third time watching this movie because I watched it one other time, uh, like maybe last year or so. I was flipping through Shutter and it was on. I was like, "Holy shit! Let me let me give this a watch again." So I watched it, but uh, this, yeah, it's the first time I watched it. You know, to analyze it, and all your points are, all the you know points of against it are very valid. Like it's very poorly acted. It's poorly directed in some scenes there's some weird blocking some really strange editing uh some really bad acting um some kind of hokey special effects um the story doesn't make any sense the characters are nonsensical (laughs) all of these are definitely going against this movie the music's not great uh but it's fun it's very fun it's not boring it's never boring yeah. Like uh I think if you get a movie that's poorly made like as far as execution but it has a a good charm to it and it moves at a brisk pace 
is much better than a movie that's very competently made, but boring. I'd rather watch this. Like, you know, if I had to watch prestige drama that's really dry versus hokey, shitty horror movie from the 80s, I'm going to go horror movie from the 80s more times than not, right? So, um, having said all that, I don't think it's uh, as bad as either Children of the Night or Popcorn. So I'm going to give this movie a 5 out of 10 as well. I quite like it. I mean, it's not the best, but it's fun. You guys should watch it. It's a, it's fun. It's a fun, it's fun watch. And it's very fun to laugh at. You can, and then you guys and... can remember that there's, it's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> yes. And if you get the chance, go camping in a spooky dark woods around Halloween time and project it and watch it then and then tell us what you think. That is the <laughs> best way to actually different experience. The best way to watch this movie because it feels like you're at a drive-in and you're like at a grindhouse little how this movie would be shown back in 1987. So it's uh definitely. So yeah, that's uh that's Blood Rage. We got I one like more it. thing to do. Yes, it is time to aconize Blood Rage. Thrill me. So guys, can I go first? You can go first, Derek. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Any of them. <laughs> Any of them. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Pick one. Any of them. But I think you got to go with the main character. Oh, you'd have Tom Atkins playing twins of himself? <laughs> Better. Yeah, I would watch that five times. You know what? <laughs> I will say. If this same movie was made with Tom Atkins, with two Tom Atkins, I would probably own it on Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> and then petition to own it on 4K. I'll go there with that. Go. I would I would love that. That'd be great. Two Atkins for the price of one? Fuck yeah. I'm I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> However, if we as, had to stick as with much this... as I go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. However, if we had to stick with the main actor. There's only, I mean, any of them would be better. But I think the best person he could portray was either the beer-drinking guy or the guy having sex on the diving board. Obviously. Yeah. Right. I could Obviously, do I those are his characters. I would like to see him play the mom. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what? You could gender swap it and make it a dad instead of a mom. And have Tom could, and he would play do crazy. Great. Yeah, he'd be great in that too. And he would do, he would do amazing as that. Yes, he would. You, you knock over Probably your microphone. Probably more entertaining. I pulled the uh, headphone jack out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, those are all. I think Derek, you're right. Tom Atkins would definitely any role. He would make this movie better because yeah. just he'd bring his akinness to it and it would just be brilliant and beautiful you'd bring his a game ah because ah, his name starts with a so <laughs> um <laughs> what's on the agenda next week lydia so i think what i'm going to pick for next week is dead silence 
That's a great Love one. It. James Wan. Love it. I don't know I'm where excited. that's streaming, uh, but you guys can find it on tons of places, I'm sure. It's not like an obscure horror It's not like you're trying to find, I don't know, Children of the Night or Popcorn. <laughs> you can find this thing everywhere. <laughs> popcorn, we had to fucking scour the ends of the earth to find that son of a bitch. You know, you guys <laughs> give it a bad rap, but I'm telling you that it's a diamond in the rough. I think there's some good premises to Popcorn. I do. I just think that the the movie that we got, not so good. <laughs> it could have been better. Could have been worse. Definitely. It's not the best, not the worst. It could have um, been Children so, of the Night. That's true. By far the worst movie we've reviewed on this podcast, wouldn't you guys say? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we Statistically, did, we did it's do... the lowest scoring one that we've gotten. It <laughs> averages to be a two. Yeah. I was gonna say we did do Pet Cemetery remake, so that's true. That is a bad one too. That's man, I just really hate that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a really bad, but it's definitely a better main movie than Popcorn. <laughs> well, okay, and way that's better fair. main movie than Children of the Night or <laughs> Evil Dead Point I Five. <laughs> I really, I can't wait to pick my like childhood uh, nostalgic scary movie that I want to pick, but I feel like we can't have it. <laughs> We've had a couple stinkers in a row, haven't we? We've had quite a few stinkers yeah, in a row. Yeah, we got it. Well, we just, I feel like Dead Silence is just going to like really scare Silence. the socks yeah. off of all of us. Wake right? us back up. Yep, wake us back up. Yes. Get us right in the mood. Uh, yep, just in time for the Christmas episode, which we already have picked, but you won't know until we get there. So you'll never um, guess. You'll never guess. (laughs) So remember to like, share, subscribe. Uh, Visit us on the web at uh, highlightproductions.com where you can see all of the uh, archival stuff and all of the shorts. Visit us on Facebook at Highlight Productions where we have every episode posted. Visit us on Instagram under Screen Bloody Movies where we put a new picture up each week and some new tidbits. Uh, I'm on Twitter at racket, R-A-K-K-E-T. So like, subscribe, share. Let's grow. Leave your comments down below. We'll answer your questions. We will uh, talk to you. We will sing to you. We will even, well, you guys don't, we we don't do the, we'll, we'll respond. Sorry, they were telling me no. We don't do the rest of those things. No, we don't sing. <laughs> definitely don't. I don't sing. You don't want to have hey, listen, any part we, of that. We'll at least be in contact <laughs> with you. So here's how bad. Real quick, here's how bad it is. I will sing in the car, and my son, who is three, will tell me to shut up. <laughs> Dad, Dad, stop singing. <laughs> yeah, that's not good, man. It's I not mean, it's good. Not, I don't. I don't have any pit. You never learn to dance. You never learn to sing. <laughs> I'm not in showbiz, man. That's why you're behind the camera. Yes. That is my place in the world. Uh, we're going to film a short, Derek, where we're going to have a woman come up to you and um... put her arms around you, and you're going to say, I don't know how to dance. And you're just going to walk. 
we've got to put that in a short. It doesn't I have know, to be you, I, but I should have we're gonna never. make a character. I've told we're you gonna guys make a about character. That. We're gonna make a character do it. It's gonna be in one of our movies. All right, we'll call him sure. Todd. <laughs> or or Jay. We'll call him Jay. Yeah. Be perfect. All right, guys. Uh that's it. So uh for Lydia Judy and Derek Lamaster, I'm Jamie Hiles. Happy Thanksgiving. And remember, if you're gonna scream. Scream, scream bloody, bloody movies. movies. Oh my god, Derek, you and I were close. Lydia was like way behind on that. It's like, yeah. she turned into I've a been ghost working on this. I've been working on it. Oh, scream bloody movie. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>